the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. Uh, Though I rejoice in the Lord, my heart is extremely heavy right now for the people of Israel. And we'll talk about what's going on there. More than that, we're going to talk about what we can do. But first, let's pray. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King. Lord, we cry out to you. We cry out to you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. Though we don't deserve it, we ask, O Lord, that you would intervene in a major way. Father, I pray for the people of Israel that no more would die, Lord, that you would keep them safe. Put your angels round about the people of Israel. I pray for the innocent people in Palestine, Lord, who are being used by Hamas. I pray, O Lord, for Hamas to be gone, to be destroyed in the name of Yeshua, and that the people who would take over would be interested in building infrastructure, not stuff to harm Israel. I pray, Lord, for this country, Father, for the college campuses that are allowing this hate-filled protest against Israel. I pray, Father, for our Congress people, some of which also have hate in their hearts. I pray, Lord, that we would support Israel, that we would bless Israel. I pray in particular for the sin that we have committed, that we would truly know the God, the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, so that we would seek to sin no longer. Father, I just pray for the power of your Spirit just to be poured out in Israel, in Gaza, and on our world. I pray for this. Revive us, O Lord, in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, I guess I could have gone for for the entire half hour in prayer, but uh, I thought I should stop for a moment and at least say something, right? (laughs) 
Uh, you know, first of all, I'd like to mention that I record these shows on Wednesday or Thursday, usually Wednesday. And so last weekend, I had no idea what had happened when I was doing the recording. So I couldn't react to it when you heard it on Sunday. But I would definitely need to react to it today. And uh, so I'd like to mention a couple things. I'm offering a booklet on how to pray for Israel. And we'll be going over a lot of that booklet today. If you'd like that booklet, please call our office at 813-831-5673. I also want to tell you about something that is not written in stone yet. You know, I can't guarantee it yet, but I'm just going to say it anyway because I want you to save the day. Got your calendars out, please? The 29th, a Sunday in the afternoon, somewhere 3 or 4 o'clock, let's say 3 o'clock. I'm not sure where yet. Could be on the grassy area at Raymond James or HCC. I'm praying for 5,000 people to come who want to bless and support Israel in the Tampa Bay area. I'm praying that we will have coverage for all the news stations and all the media outlets and that we will be able to proclaim the God in whom we serve and how he loves and blesses Israel and and that we will pray and we will rejoice in him. So I'm asking you to reserve that day, that afternoon, and come. There's no football game on that day, not not locally anyway, not home. And so I'm praying that one of those areas we will get and we will be able to have an, a major time of prayer, of worship, of messages. I pray from a number of officials that will come. We're, we, I won't tell you who right now, but we're talking to a number of people in office. And just pray that this thing all come together. But, uh, you know, we have, to, we have to step out and say what we believe. We have to step out and say that we are supporting Israel. There are too many people in this country, and even locally, who desire to see Israel destroyed. And we don't desire to see Palestine destroyed. We want to see the people who are willing to murder savagely other people. We want them to be destroyed, to be gone. And we pray continuously for the families, both in Israel and Palestine, who are crying today and will be crying for a long time. We're praying for them. Anyway, uh, boy, 
This is not an easy show. Well, let me just mention that we do have prayer Tuesday evenings, and we're obviously praying for Israel from 6.30 to 7.30. You can also catch us on Facebook Live, Shoresh David, Facebook Live. Um, There are some people who have asked us to extend it past an hour. We might do that, but I don't know if we'll do it on Facebook past an hour, but who knows? I pray that uh, if this radio program ministers to you, you would consider a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. If you want to give to Israel, you can call our office. We have, I, I believe, two major places that we'll be giving to in Israel that we have vetted and feel comfortable with that the money will be going directly to who needs it. Again, our office number is 813-831-5673. If you would like us to speak about Israel or the feasts or anything scripturally in your church, in your Bible study, please call our office, ask us, to participate with you. We would love to do that. And I mentioned that I'm, I have a booklet for How to Pray for Israel, which we'll look at a little today. And call our office. We'll either send it or email it to you. So let's begin. Today, uh, I, I believe that prayer is what we need to do. As I begin, I want to be clear that much of what I say about Israel is also true about the United States, certainly in the beginning of what I'm saying. What is happening in Israel is a warning to us that we better be praying for revival and sin to be not, not to abound, because God's going to send judgment. We see in Luke 12:48. But the one who did not know and did things worthy of a beating will be whipped lightly. From everyone given much, much will be required. And from the one for whom more is provided, all the more they will ask of him. Certainly in Israel and the United States, we have been provided by God with so much. And we're squandering it on sin. Is that clear? We're squandering it on sin. Let's look at Zephaniah 1, 12 and 13. At that time I will search Jerusalem with lamps and punish the men whose spirits have hardened, who say in their hearts, Adadai will do neither good nor evil. Their wealth will become plunder. Their houses are ruin. They will build houses, but not live in them. They will plant vineyards, but not drink their wine. I'm trying to find you scriptures that are clear. So what I'm about to read to you is something, look, I can't guarantee because, you know, the internet is crazy, right? 
and I can't guarantee that that this is correct because this has gotten off the internet. It's uh, it was October eighth, and it says NBC News, which I was hoping, and I've looked at other uh, websites where I've seen videos, and I believe that it is substantiated. But even if I'm wrong, the concept is correct. So this is what they said. Videos show young Israelis dancing to trance music under a giant Buddha statue and prayer flags around dawn, right around when the festival goer Eliav Klein said he saw rockets launched from Gaza, startling the festival goers. I'm sure you understand where I'm going with this now. Exodus 20, verse 3. You shall, this is part of the Ten Commandments, right? You shall have no other gods before me. Do not make for yourself a graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or on the earth below or in the water under the earth. Do not bow down to them. Do not let anyone make you serve them. For I, Adonai, your God, am a jealous God, bringing the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to the thousands of generations of those who love me and keep my mitzvot. You must not take the name of Adonai, your God, in vain, for Adonai will hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. What is an idol? It can be a physical representation of what people think God is, or it can be various things in our home that represent evil that we refuse to take out of our home. It can come from the TV or movies, or other media, our phones. It can be what is in our heart that is more important than God. We're witnessing Sodom and Gomorrah in front of our eyes, here in the United States and in Israel and all over the world. But whom much is given, much is expected, right? So I believe that what we're seeing in Israel very possibly soon can happen in the United States. And since we've had an open border and allowed people who we don't know in, it's like bringing in a Trojan horse. Maybe you think you can't do anything about this. Maybe you are passive and are waiting for someone else to do something. The least you can do, and the very most you can do, is pray. Daniel, when he was in Babylon, chapter 9, 4, I prayed to Adonai my God and confessed, saying, O Lord, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and mercy with those who love him and keep his mitzvot, we have sinned. We have committed iniquity. 
We have acted wickedly. We have rebelled. We have turned away from your rulings and, and your commandments. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets who spoke in your name to our kings, our leaders, our fathers, and to all people of the land. You, Lord, are righteous, but shame covers our face to this day. The people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel near and far in all the countries where you have banished them because they behave unfaithful to you. We'll stop there. There's a lot more of that prayer. But you understand that Daniel was interceding for the people. And we don't even know if Daniel sinned, though we know Scripture says that all have sinned. But but in Scripture, we don't see any of his sins. And yet he was not just praying for everybody else. He was praying for himself, too. Because he knows God's word, and he knows God, and he understands the judgments of God, as well as the love of God. And there are a number of examples in when King Solomon was praying. Part of his prayer in 1 Kings eight forty six: If they sin against you, for there is no man that does not sin, and you become angry with them and deliver them to the enemy, and their captors carry them away captive to the land of the enemy, far off or near. Yet if they take it to the heart in the land which they have been carried captive, and they repent and make supplication to you in the land of their captors, saying, We have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We have acted wickedly. And they return to you with all their heart, with all their soul, in the land of their enemies who carried them into exile and pray to you toward their land that you gave to their fathers, the city that you have chosen, and the house which I have built for your name. Then hear their prayer and their supplication in heaven, your dwelling place. Maintain their cause and forgive your people who have sinned against you as well as their transgressions. They have transgressed against you and grant them mercy before their captives so they may have mercy on them. For they are your people and your inheritance that you brought out of Egypt, out of the middle of the iron furnace. I believe with all my heart that prayer is essential. First, we have to intercede for those who are in sin, including ourselves, humble ourselves, take some time from each day and come to the Lord crying out for his great grace and mercy. Here's an example of one such prayer. This is in the booklet that I'm sending out. It's part of what I'm I, 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 well, let me just pray it. Lord, I break any connection I or Israel have with idols that are in our heart. Keep all idols far away from us. In the name of Yeshua, I destroy any de- demonic infiltration that has affected myself or Israel. I, be, I come against all false gods that have tempted my heart, spirit, and mind whether intentional or out of ignorance. If I or Israel have 
had any affections and love on something that overshadows our love for you, then reveal it to us so that we can fully repent and renounce whatever is outside of your will for us. I pray that I and Israel will give my full affection and devotion to you. May your name be lifted up and glorified by all of Israel and myself. May we represent you with the power of your spirit, though the, through the great faith you have gifted us with. Humbly, I ask for your grace and mercy to be upon all of Israel and myself and all of the United States. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay, some things to pray for. Revival in Israel. Certainly uh, important for revival in believers and non-believers alike. Pray for protection and safety. I mean, there's so much to pray for under that. Uh, pray that, we, that, that Israel will win the war by eliminating Hamas. Uh, or... Uh, Pray for the Messianic Jews, their congregations, the ministries to have favor in Israel, especially as they are working to help people in need. Pray for the U.S. and the Middle East countries to support and help Israel uh, with whatever they need in order to win this war. Yes, I prayed for the Middle East countries, some of them to break rank with Iran and Hamas and Hezbollah. Next. Pray for Hezbollah, Lebanon, Iran, and other countries who are against Israel to stay out of this war or be destroyed. I pray for the church to support Israel. I pray for the United States to support Israel. I pray for Israel to have favor in the world and to have favor with the media and to favor with our politicians. I pray for unity in Israel, and that partially has happened already with with Netanyahu and Gant uh, coming together to make a unified government. And I pray for the Arabs, the Israeli Arabs living in Israel. Pray for them to be in unity with the Jewish brethren in Israel. I pray for Israel to have biblical values and seek to change the culture in the areas of government, media, arts and entertainment education, business, family, and faith and organized religion. Let me read you two scriptures. Isaiah 31.5, Like hovering birds, so Adonai Tzivoot will protect Jerusalem. By protecting, he will deliver. By passing over, he will save. A good scripture to pray. Psalm 129, 4-6, Adonai is righteous. He has cut the ropes of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be driven back in disgrace. Let them be like grass on the roofs, which withers before it springs up. Well, I have about ten more scriptures, which we don't have time for. But... I just want to mention once again to you to ask, uh, call our office, call our office at 813-831-5673. And certainly you can help us financially, but you can help Israel financially. 
we'll help you there. We'll, you know, we'll, if you want your money focused on Israel, that's fine. If you want us to send out this prayer booklet, that's fine. If you want to get notice when we have solidified October 29th, give us your email. Let's close in prayer. Father, we just come to you and we repent of our sin personally for our country and for Israel and for the world. And we pray for revival. We pray, O Lord, for you to revive us and refresh us. I pray for all, not only our listeners, but all people in the United States, all people in Israel, to grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.